What up, Oasis people? What's up? Oh, that one was loud. Coming off of last week That's where sweet. it was not nearly <laughs> ever loud. <laughs> you were super we were yeah. quiet. What up? Oh, hey. It's it's good to be talking to you today. It's good to be back on the Oasis podcast. Uh, we always record on Tuesdays, and I know you listen on Tuesdays, but there's a week delay. So whatever Tuesday <laughs> you're listening on, or if you don't listen on Tuesdays. I was going to say, there might be a lot of people that don't Thursday listen on Tuesday. Right Happy Thursday. We're ha- oh, we hope you're having a good day. Yeah. If it ends in Y, it's a good day, right? Amen. Do miracles still happen? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to talk about that. Uh, or do we know? I guess we'll see when we talk Just about that. dove right in. But before we get that, let's talk about what's the most ridiculous miracle you'd like to see happen. Like mm-hmm. if you if you were sovereign, which we are not, <laughs> and you could choose what would happen and what would not, which you cannot, what would you choose? Yeah, probably like world mm-hmm. peace. <laughs> I love it. Next. <laughs> Is that your real answer? <laughs> That's everybody's That's real answer. That's everybody's real yeah. answer. Is this not Miss America? I wish Jesus would come back. Oh, is that what they all say? Oh, at one point, I feel like there was a time where everyone on Miss USA yeah. just said, we're all oh, we're peace. peace. It was like a joke for a while. Yeah. Well, it's smart. That's yeah. what that's what we all should wish for. Yeah. Well, I'd probably want more things before Jesus coming back, everyone to come to know Jesus. All right. Now that we got those out of the way, what would you actually uh, in a- He said ridiculous. So. Ridiculous. What? Maybe that is yeah, kind of ridiculous. If I could take a pill and be able to eat whatever I wanted without ramifications- Mm. legit hold up we don't have the cameras today because dylan's out and so you didn't see my reaction but this guy in his ridiculous (laughs) scenario he has to take daily medication (laughs) to eat whatever he wants but but here's why i said it like that because i think it's on the way oh because i think it's going to happen and maybe in my lifetime probably when i'm 90 which i won't get to I think you, it's you could possible. probably be a so that's why I say a trial like person that. when you're not. Oh, there you go. I would do it. They'd be like, this guy's old anyway, so let's yeah. see. Yeah. If he dies, who cares? <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah. The real thing that's is brutal. like being able to eat whatever I want without ramifications. But I think there's. I think this is some good optimism from you. Oh, I'm 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 super optimistic because at one point you weren't making it past like 50. Now in this Listen, scenario, you're 90. My yeah. assumption is I'm still not making it past. Y- your 50. life, you're, <laughs> you brought up 90, not me. Oh, okay. I just said I, I guess I did because at the end of like said, later yeah, in yeah, my yeah, life, yeah, yeah. which yeah. could be 45. Well, I hope it happens. <laughs> I like sweets. I hope it's not that bad, soon. Bad food. So, <laughs> Jenna, what do you think? That's 11 Yikes. years. Oh my think? gosh. Um, my first thought went to that I would want to be able to look good in anything I put on. Oh. So like any style, any article of clothing, you look it on your rock, you put it on your rock in it, you look great. Yeah. It, it would like make that. getting dressed super easy. Mm-hmm. I got, I got. And this one's way out of the blue. And I don't know why, because I don't feel like this fits me at all, but this is what I'm hoping <laughs> for. Part of me would think dinosaurs that don't eat people Fair. to come back. That's good. I like that. That would that be so like awesome. chaos. How do we like wrangle those? No, They're no, so no. Big. Our society would have to... Evolve and develop so that we can include the dinosaur dinosaurs like dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, dinosaurs. <laughs> Maybe there's a dinosaur dinosaur out there called dinosaur. Probably is. You know, like it wouldn't be a perfect society like it is now. But yeah. like, well, let me rephrase that. It wouldn't be the society <laughs> like we have now. But it would adapt and it would evolve to to include the dinosaurs. And it would what be what would happen is we'd just do what we do and we'd force them into Zoo. specific places we'd to live. Jurassic Park <laughs> is what would happen. Don't they get to roam free in Jurassic Park sometimes? They're in a cage. Oh, well, that's the whole plot the is when they get out. They're on an island <laughs> that they can't get off of. Oh, never seen it. Sorry. <laughs> I love Chris Pratt, but I've just never seen it. I've that's never Jurassic seen it. World, first of all. Oh, man. All right, let's keep rolling. <laughs> Nakedness without shame. That's my miracle. Oh, nice. <laughs> yep. Okay. Go back to the garden. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah, I think it There's some people already day. live like that. Yeah, there is. <laughs> there is. Yep, we were yeah. in California. We saw yeah. some things I did not want to see. Yeah, there are people who have no shame. When it comes to nudity. But All right, moving same. on. So when you read through the Bible, <laughs> miracles happen 
everywhere all the time right like cover to cover all over every page every story it feels like something crazy is happening and god is on the move and so quick caveat if you're looking for more of a manifestation gifts of the spirit episode looking like first corinthians 12 when it talks about tongues prophecies visions that's episode 84 for you this when we're talking about miracles is more like the whole arching stories that happen in the bible uh, in the bible these incredible like interactions between people and god people and g like god the father people and jesus people and the prophets like these are these amazing so like for example like let's shoot out some old testament miracles that we think of off the top yeah you go right to the exodus is what i like to go to it's the old testament speaks back to all the time you get the splitting of the red sea you get um the the plagues that get that happen that come down yep. from that moses does in front of pharaoh and so like it just spills all over just in that book Mm -hmm. it's full of miracles oh yeah for sure burning bush yeah incredible manna from heaven Mm -hmm. all water from the rock water from the rock good song good song it's honey from the rock it is honey honey in the rock it is honey but yeah water water the phrase is there moses messed it up and god still brought the water which is pretty cool he brought it up but then well we don't have to get into it (laughs) noah's ark in the flood yeah you know i think that one's pretty interesting miracle that happens in the old testament yep one that lion's den Daniel in the lion's den what about the new or like no, I don't want to skip the the prophets. Like some of the prophet examples, mm-hmm. we did like Elijah yeah. when he has the interaction with the prophets and God calls and he calls down he, uh, fire from heaven. Pretty yep. incredible, super yeah. sweet. Or like Elisha, the woman, who, uh, the widow who has no need. She's like about to die, and God gives her a never-ending supply of oil, essentially, to save her and her son. Like that's pretty amazing, mm-hmm. and it's all over. Flip over to the New Testament. <laughs> yeah, where do we see miracles in the New Testament? I mean, Jesus' virgin birth. Whoa. Oh, that's a miracle. <laughs> but in all seriousness, there's Jesus' baptism and God speaking from heaven. That's mm-hmm. a miracle. The, Jesus and the, all the healings that he did from the blind to the paralyzed to sick, even raising people from the dead, like so many miracles. And then you can get into farther in the New Testament with the early church and some of the miracles that the disciples saw and the early church saw oh, yeah. and performed. Totally. When I preached this yeah. summer, it's like Jesus heals the beggar. Uh, mm-hmm. Saul's conversion to become Paul on the road to Damascus. The man goes blind for a couple yeah. of days and then get, has his sight restored. Like Peter and Paul both escape from prison. Like that would make a great movie. That would make a great movie. You know? Yeah, but Christians are screwed up. Yeah, yeah we it would, would be real cringy. <laughs> but we can't skip the, the biggest and best oh, yeah, one of all of time. The greatest miracle of all time is Jesus' own resurrection. Mm-hmm. Without that, we don't sit here today <laughs> talking about Jesus Christ. You know, like. That is the miracle of all miracles. And they go on and on and on through the the Old Testament and the New Testament. Like we said, it's all over the Bible. I even would argue that the, the miracles you see pre-Jesus' resurrection are actually come like come into full fulfillment at his resurrection. That's good. Of his resurrection. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how big the resurrection yeah, is. Yeah, it's like the final yes and amen. It's the 100%. final exclamation point. Everything yes. else kind of fizzles out if it don't ha- yeah. doesn't have that last. That's yeah, good. that's true. But when we look at today, I think people wrestling with this, wrestle with this question. It's like, well, why don't I see this stuff anymore? Right When someone's reading the Bible for the first time and they see all these miracles and they see the way that God interacted with his people, the way Jesus walked the earth, like, why maybe don't we or do we see these things today? How would we answer that? Well, I think you can get to some specific examples. One, we do see them today or we mm. don't recognize them today. Yeah, well, we'll just start mm-hmm. there. But then you get into, okay, well, what if you look at an example of the flood, right? Mm-hmm. Why? How come something like that doesn't happen again? Which the flood's never going to happen again because God promised it wouldn't in 9-11. The rain, rainbow literally is a sign of this, of the covenant that, that God made with Noah. Yeah. Um, 
I think there's just <laughs> there's so many things we could say about it. Uh, but it's it's a recognition. I think it's a lack of recognition. And it's, I think there's some things that God has promised and said that he would not do again. Mm. Um, but then there's still things he does do. Yeah, that's good. Like some of the miracles that we see in the Old Testament are his provision miracles. Yeah. The ones where God brought manna from heaven. If you're not familiar, it's the when the Israelites are in the wilderness, they're in the desert. There's no food for them to eat. And so God from heaven rained down bread fresh every morning for them to eat. The water from the rock, they're in the desert. They have no place to drink. And he brings mm-hmm. water out of something that should never have water in it. Or the oil jars, the prophet with Elijah and like this story, like where this woman had nothing. She, mm-hmm. she wasn't even surviving and God brought her just provision. And God is provider. Like we see that in Genesis 22. Like Abraham goes up to sacrifice Isaac, this promised child that he would have. And when God provides the ram and he no longer has to sacrifice his child, uh, Abraham names that place God as provider. And it's just mm-hmm. this statement, this declarative idea from the earliest book of the, the Old Testament that that is who God is and that's who he's going to continue to be. Mm-hmm. What about today? Yeah. How do we see that continue to to come into fruition today? Those are the Old Testament examples. Yeah. I mean, there's stories um, all over the place today of how God has continued to provide and show and reveal himself as provider. Um, we think of the story of uh, the band for King and Country. Yeah. Um, who came from Australia. Yeah, Is that so, correct? Yeah. Um, Down under. So, yeah. When they were younger, <laughs> before they were a band, they're, they're two brothers um, who were kind of the front men of the band. But when they moved um, to America from Australia as kids, they really came with nothing. Their family had nothing. And um, every week or every frequently, grocers would just show up on their doorstep yeah. to provide for a need that they had. Um, and that's a miracle. And sometimes we can write those kind of things off as like, oh, you just have a friendly neighbor. Yeah, right, it's right. like, no, that's God providing in a unique mm-hmm. way. And that's one we know because I, we've heard it at their concerts or yeah. they just talk about it. Mm-hmm. But how many times does that not happen where it's in obscurity or someone doesn't say anything because yep. maybe they have shame about the miracle or mm-hmm. maybe they just don't know exactly what's going yeah. on and they're yep. still processing. But we, we believe that God is still bringing manna yeah. and he's still mm-hmm. bringing water from rocks today in all kinds of places for all yeah. kinds of people who need God to show up as provider. And that's mm-hmm. incredible. Like Even yeah. when we look at our own bodies, right? Like we sit here as three people at the table, Brennan, Ben, and Jaina. I didn't introduce us, but there you go. <laughs> we sit here living and breathing. Like I just Googled earlier and there are 78 organs in your body. I didn't know that. That sounds like too that's many. That's a lot. It does sound like too many. <laughs> that's an aggressive that's amount of organs. But like all of those work together along with like whatever else is in your body. I don't. Well, that's s- like the average because some people don't have some, right? Like if you get like I don't your know. appendix taken out. I didn't Google organ? that hard. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> all these work together to give you life every single day. And like if one of those stops functioning, you have serious problems. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. you might have transplants or surgeries, but like if your heart starts stops pumping blood, like for whatever reason, if your lungs stop working, if your brain malfunctions, like these We would say go get that checked out. Yeah. <laughs> And yet we'll we, we don't say those are miracles because it's so right. normalized. Mm-hmm. Like but. every day we wake up and there's breath in our lungs. Every day our yeah. eyes open. But like there's people who don't have that. And for you to wake up, for us to sit at this table is a miracle in itself. Yeah. God mm-hmm. has stitched us together. He what? has provided for us in that way. And it's so amazing. Take a deep, yeah. deep dive into white blood cells. Yeah. Like the reality that God created our body to heal itself or to fight off attack is insane. Mm-hmm. It's legitimately insane. You get a small cut in your arm. Like, that's that's real. Mm-hmm. Your body literally heals itself. That's how you were created. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that cut goes away. Well, can it yeah. get infected? Yes. Yes. Do we have to eat and take care of ourselves? Yes. But, like, the way that our bodies... My, my wife could go on this stuff for 
hours. She <laughs> loves it. She's so good. She literally has taught our kids. Like, so when Alice comes crying because she has a little cut that no one else can see but her, like, <laughs> so there's a little pain spot. There's like, right, well, okay, we'll put a band aid on ourselves, but what's going to happen? It's like, God's going to heal it. It's like, yeah, why? Because God had made our bodies to heal our body. Yeah. That's so good. It's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. It's yeah. A miracle. Someone was talking to me, and this is going to be really weird for some people, but not for us, right? We're comfortable with this. Someone was talking to me about breastfeeding. Oh, yeah. I've got Incredible. a couple buddies who are new, and like the, the saliva of the baby yes. gets on the areola. Yes. I'm trying to use right You're terms good. here. Uh, <laughs> and the the mother is able to recognize, like her body's able to recognize what the baby is deficient in and start to produce that herself through breast milk. Like, yep. what? Yeah. yeah. Like, he was telling That's me crazy. this, and I was sitting there like, yeah. One, I didn't ask, but two, I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> it's incredible. He was just praising yeah. God. Like, he just yeah. wanted to tell someone about it. Even the, the reality of how God had created a woman's body to, in the midst of after a baby's born, and as the baby develops and grows, there's certain enzymes that the body, the female body creates mm. that the baby gets from breastfeeding. Mm. It's insane. Amazing. It legitimately is insane. Yeah. Mm. It's really cool. So then we have anyway. all of these continued examples of God's provision, but mm -hmm. there's also miracles about how God reveals himself throughout scripture. And this is a huge part of it. Like that's pretty much who Jesus is, is God in the flesh yeah, to reveal himself. And we're going to dive into that even more, but like look at the example of Elijah in the fire from heaven. Like he is having this encounter where all of these people are saying, Yahweh is not Yahweh. God is not God. We have our God. And God shows up in a miraculous, incredible way to prove who he is. And as we look to today, that still happens. Right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we still yeah. have God reveal yeah. himself as father in miraculous ways. Yeah. It just doesn't always need to happen. That's good. And that's, mm -hmm. we're trying to be really careful with our language. Our language here. is really important here, I think. Yeah. I feel. Yep. Yep. Because it doesn't need to happen because we have Jesus. That's good. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to happen because we have the scriptures. Mm -hmm. That Jesus is the revelation of God the Father. That he and he put on flesh and he came. Like in John 14, he has this exam conversation where Philip is saying, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for yeah. us. And Jesus, I can see him getting frustrated. I'll try to read it like maybe just normal. <laughs> but be like Jesus right no, now. No. <laughs> I, he's lived with Philip for about three years. I mean, he's and going to the John cross 14. here at John 14. Yeah, he's, yeah. you know, like the, at last year. Was and he comes up, he's like, hey, will you show us who the Father is? And I imagine Jesus just like head dropped. What have you been doing? Yeah, like, yeah. and he says, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I've been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen, anyone has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Like Jesus is just so clear. He's so frustrated even in this moment that they don't understand that he is the revelation of the Father. That if you want to know who God is, look at Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It is that simple. And so all throughout the Old Testament, God reveals himself through the prophets and through miracles, through these encounters. But in the New Testament, we have Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus mm -hmm. is the Father's complete revelation. It yeah. is who he is. Yep. But scripture also reveals who God is. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So in the Old Testament, they only had the Pentateuch, was which was the first five books of, of our Bible now. Um, but they didn't have the whole thing. And so they were working from those first five books. Um, and then the in the New Testament, even they added some more. But but the Bible, the canonized version that we have now, was completed much later than that, mm -hmm. um, kind of put in the way that it is. Um, but in scripture, in John 14, um, it says that whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. And so Jesus is just saying that you, you have my commands, you have my revelation yeah. through the scripture, through the word. And if you live in obedience to God's word, um, and to how he's revealed himself, mm -hmm. he's going to reveal himself even more and more. And here's why this is important. I think post, post resurrection, post day of Pentecost. Yeah. It's, I think just the language we're trying to say is. Does God still do miracles today? Yes. Yep. It's different in the Old Testament. The way that it ha had to happen in the Old Testament, one, they didn't have the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. every person 
had the opportunity or even the Holy Spirit wouldn't come on every person. Mm -hmm. So the way that, again, like we're talking about, God revealed himself was through those miracles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we, just in the simplicity of having scripture, especially in the Western world, and now, I mean, there's different organizations trying to create, literally trying to like make sure every single person has a Bible in their hand yep. mm -hmm. because post-resurrection, post-Pentecost, now everyone who calls on the name of Jesus to be saved, literally is we receive the gift of the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit that That's helps good. us see scripture, helps us see God revealed through scripture, helps us see God revealed even in each other as we worship mm -hmm. and as we're mm -hmm. together in the body. And so it's like, it's important to understand like it, it doesn't need to happen the way it did because it happens differently now. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because good. of the resurrection. Because, because of the because greatest the miracle of all time. And the hope of, the, of, of, of the resurrection and the Holy Spirit now. And in some ways people yeah. I think can struggle with that. It's like, why did it change? It has to change. Like, because of who Jesus is, he changed everything. You know, yeah. he didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. Like, he didn't come to get rid of everything that happened in the Old Testament. He is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. And now, yeah. with his blood and by his spirit, we now do life with yes. him differently. And yet, uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. God still does reveal in those ways. You yes. look at Daniel in the Revelation, you look at Joseph getting the dreams that he has. God still speaks in those ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those signs and wonders still do happen today. Healing still happen today. Um, they just don't seem to be as necessary. Uh, to knowing who God is, to the revelation of who God is, because when if we want to know who God is, we look at Jesus, yeah. and we yeah. have the scripture revealed mm -hmm. to us. Mm -hmm. I think here's a spot where maybe I'll stop, and we'll give ourselves like, if God still reveals Himself in miraculous ways, if He still moves in the miraculous, like how have we seen it? You know, we can't Ooh, speak on behalf yeah. of yeah, everybody, yeah. Mm -hmm. but like us at the table, we've seen it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, God has done things For where sure. we're like. Can't explain that. Yep. Like, let's give it just a quick story. Yeah, three years ago, I had a friend who who had a really bad back issue. Uh, and one just day, it's just a recognition that it was really bothering him. So I asked to pray. Uh, and, and I prayed for healing in different types of ways. And I wouldn't say there was immediate effect and relief in that moment. But the next day, like he had, had consistent back pain for days and days, weeks and weeks on end. Mm -hmm. The next day, he started feeling better. And all of a sudden, there's a progression of him starting to feel better. I would yeah. say, okay, mm -hmm. that to me is a sign where God probably did something. Mm -hmm. um, I've been a part of different aspects of just casting out demons, yeah. of people being possessed, of people, even the simplicity of people struggling with spiritual oppression. And here's what the, here's what I mean by that. We believe that we have an enemy who is literally prowling, prowling around like a lion wanting to steal, kill, and destroy yeah. us. And so what happens is we are a part as followers of Jesus, a part of the kingdom of God, who are going against, advancing against the kingdom of evil, the kingdom yeah. of the enemy, of the kingdom of Satan. And so because of that, we're at war. And so what happens is, even as a follower of Jesus, me, who's filled with the Holy Spirit, I have moments where I get thoughts put into my head that are not, that are not truthful thoughts of who I am. Mm. They're not truthful thoughts of who God is. They're not truthful thoughts of who, who Jesus says I am because of his life, death, and resurrection. Yep. I'd call that spiritual. It's just attack. It's oppression. Mm -hmm. And so there's been moments and seasons and, and people who I've talked to, and this has happened to myself, where they go through these, these just, they can't get these thoughts like out of their mind. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. it's okay. How do we gather together? How do we pray for this? Mm -hmm. Ask these thoughts to go away. Ask God to do what he does and providing just even, I think there's healing in that. Now yeah. do the attack still come sometimes? Yeah. But I was talking with a kid at camp one day where he's like, I just continually struggle, not with doubt, but with a negative aspect of who God is in my life. Okay, let's talk about that. Mm. And then he talked about how he would get these negative, like super angry emotions all the time, anytime he thought about God, mm. anytime mm. he thought about God. So I was like, this doesn't sound like this is something God wants you to experience. It's like, can we pray? And we prayed that night, right? Going to rally, he started to feel better. Yeah. I'm still in mm -hmm. contact with him today. And he's following Jesus. He's got a call to ministry. He's like, he wow. doesn't wrestle with mm. those things anymore. I'd say yeah. that is a sign and wonder of God moving yeah. in someone's mm -hmm. life. For sure. And there's and, more yeah. I could go. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's great. And like for me, one of the one of the ones that comes to my mind is just the dreams and the visions that I've experienced. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like we were talking, again, episode 84 is the manifestation if you want 
uh, gifts of the spirits if you want to like, look into that more but like the miraculous of god revealing himself to me in a supernatural way where i've just been either sleeping like you can't even you can't even <laughs> some people can i don't know how but like i am not one that can control my thoughts when i sleep like i'm not a lucid dreamer or whatever you talk but like in my mind through sleep god has met me in dreams that have revealed just his will his plans his goodness his love for me and that's just that's amazing i i wake up and i'm like holy cow or like sitting just in silence with the lord and all of a sudden i get a picture or a, or a dream or a vision like where something comes into my mind that is of the lord and it's just there's an anointing on it and there's something special about it and it teaches me who he is and what he's asked me to do like every one of those miraculous Jen, anything you want to add here yeah i mean I've experienced those dreams. I've experienced um, those people who have just had miraculous healing from um, sickness or, or disease or illness. Um, but I think another one that I've seen is people who have just been miraculously healed from addiction. Yeah. That That's good. in a moment, the temptation, the desire for whatever their drug or or thing, not all of them are yeah. drug addictions, mm-hmm. but um, it's just gone. Yeah. And God has worked in an amazing way that they have no desire to do that and they like basically drop a cold turkey, yeah. which yeah. is hard. Yeah. Super. Um, but yeah, I think that that's a, another one we haven't talked about that yeah. I've seen. And we're going to get into maybe some of the reasons why we don't see miracles as, as much as we would maybe hope. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But even as we talk about this, I love testimonies mm-hmm. because testimonies, I hope build faith. So as you hear these, don't let these drive you to discouragement. Let them drive you to hope that this yeah. is our God. This is how he works. And, but like if you haven't seen the healing, if you haven't seen the freedom, if you haven't seen the, the if you haven't had the dream or the vision, like don't follow the despair, like cling to hope, cling to faith that God does still move in that way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, let's look at the New Testament for a second. Let's look at Jesus. Yeah. Who? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus <Get> Christ. <laughs> uh, he he does these miracles and he does them for a purpose. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's kind of even some multiple purposes. Like let's talk about some of that. Yeah. Why does Jesus do miracles? Well, in John, John records... In uh, chapter 20, verses 30 through 31, John writes that Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book, book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. And so Jesus wanted um, us and wanted the people that he was present with to know that he is the Son of God. Mm-hmm. And so his miracles revealed that aspect, that divinity that he um, had and carried with him. And then the greatest of those was obviously his resurrection miracle when he further proved um, that he's the one and only Messiah. Yeah, that's good. But that's not the only purpose. I mean, Jesus did yeah. miracles, yes, to prove his divinity, to prove he was the son of God, but he also did it to alleviate suffering, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he could have done crazy acts like, I don't know, give a speech or like prove a point or like he could have done different things. But instead he came along the bro- alongside the broken and he made the blind see like Yes, in that moment, Jesus proves who who he said he is, who he says he is, but he also takes someone who had never seen and gives them sight. Like he walks alongside people who are sick with diseases. I think of the bleeding woman. Again, like 12 years she'd suffered with this ailment. And as Jesus proves he, he is who he says he is, she leaves changed, restored, mm-hmm. and healed. Like he does his miracles to benefit the people who, who are his children who are his mm-hmm. brothers and sisters, who he loves and cares for, like the lame, the paralyzed, the ones who couldn't work, mm-hmm. who couldn't live in the society, who were outcasts, the lepers. He heals them, restores them, and brings them back in a way that's just so Jesus-like, so God-like. That's, yeah. that's, beautiful. that's beautiful. What else would we say? That's good. I would say 
a big purpose is just to, especially in New Testament, pre, pre Jesus' death and resurrection, especially for the Jewish people, which he was around, because you had 400 years of gap from the last speaking prophet in the Old Testament until Jesus was born. Until, or not even that, until, until the angels come and give the revelation to John, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, or not John, to uh, Zechariah, mm. uh, that John the Baptist can be born, right? Yeah. 400 years is what we're told. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. trust yeah, that yeah. timeline. Yeah. <laughs> but like that long. And so all of a sudden then you get Jesus coming, right? V- reveals he's the Messiah to alleviate pain and suffering. And then it's just to strike in my, like what we see, awe and wonder for worship. Yep. To like mm-hmm. point back to the Yahweh, mm-hmm. the one yeah. true God, the kingdom of God coming to advance. So in, in Matthew 12, Jesus has been casting out demons and then people come up against him and say like, you've cast out these demons um, in the name of Beelzebub, of the devil. Like, yeah. so like, this is not of God. This is of the enemy. This is of Satan. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, it doesn't make sense for Satan to drive out his own people. Yeah. So he says, this is of the spirit of God by which these these demons have been cast out mm-hmm. for the coming of the kingdom. That's good. And mm-hmm. that is just a point back to, hey, Yahweh is at work again in the midst of his people. He's trying to point you back to him. Because mm-hmm. um, there's been this period of silence for so long. And I was like, hey, no, I'm here now. And mm-hmm. so I think that yeah. just strikes awe and wonder and worship to already the people of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start so to kind of throw in some caveats that show us maybe why we don't see this as much. And one of those is just because there's the distinction between Jesus and us, that Jesus is the perfect son of God. Mm-hmm. He is the flawless lamb. He is the the sinless like God flesh here on earth. And so when he does his miracles, he does them by the power of the spirit, which should give us hope. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. we have that same spirit. That same spirit lives in believers today. And mm-hmm. so we should be able to do these same miracles. But there's this but there. Jesus lived in perfect connection with the spirit. Like we need to recognize that. Mm-hmm. And he always knew the will of God. And so there was no confusion. There was no doubt. There was no lack of faith in Jesus. There was no, like he always knew the will of the father and moved in accordance with that. You see that in like Matthew 8, when he is praying over this man who has leprosy. When he prays, it's not this wishy-washy idea of, of, of maybe he'll be cleaned if it's the Lord's will. He just says, be clean. There's an Mm -hmm. utter confidence that Jesus prays with when he knows the will of the Father and he knows what the Father wants to do. Now, when we pray for miracles today, I hope you pray with a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego kind of of faith that says, I believe our Father will. I believe he can, but even if he doesn't. Because as as close as we can walk with the Father, we we don't always know with 100% certainty God's will in that situation. Mm -hmm. And for us to say, be clean, and that person not to be clean can bring in some animosity. It can bring in some hurt. It can bring in some wounds to the person we're praying for where they're like, why didn't God heal me? But if we pray with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego faith that says, Father, if it's your will, would you heal this person? If it's your will, Mm -hmm. would you break this addiction? If it's your will, would you bring this person to saving faith? That kind of prayer leaves room for honestly just humility that says, mm-hmm. God, you're, you're sovereign and you'll do what you need to do. And I'm just trying to be faithful in the gap. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of the distinction a little bit. And part mm-hmm. of one of the reasons we maybe don't see miracles as some of, sometimes we see them in the New Testament is because Jesus knew and mm-hmm. he walked in line with the Father all the time with no flaw. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, let's quickly... And, that, and that's the important distinction right there. Yeah. It's not that we don't have the ability or capability because of the Holy Spirit yeah. doing it through Jesus. It's that Jesus had the perfect connection with the Father Yeah, mm-hmm. because he was sinless. Yep. And we can't say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, let's let's quick look at the early church. Like, there's a there's a uh, conversation out there, uh, an argument that some people say that the early church or Christians today, like the church, doesn't do miracles, but rather 
Jesus alone did miracles, mm-hmm. which we would say, read the book of Acts, and that would already disprove <laughs> it. But let's talk about the book yeah. of Acts. Like, what did the early church do that was amazing and miraculous? The same things Jesus did. There you go. Because of mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, post-Pentecost, <laughs> you see them do amazing things. They There was raising of the dead. There's healing of the sick. There's casting out of demons. Mm-hmm. Um, there's sight to the blind. It's, it's what Jesus said he came to do in Luke 2 that he repeated reading in scripture of Isaiah 61 was happening uh, with the new church and the early church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of that, thousands came. Yeah, <laughs> like, daily, daily people came and, and gave their life to Jesus. Yeah. John 14, 12, right? Yeah. And Jesus said, those who believe in me will do even greater works. And that can be highly debated on what mm-hmm. that exactly yeah, means. Yeah. But I hope it gives us faith yeah. that the acts that Jesus did are the things that he wants his church, his body, his hands and feet to continue to do, to continue to move in. Should we just dive into like some of the reasons maybe we don't see it? I think so. Let's do yeah. it. I, I think, we, yeah. So if this is possible, if miracles still happen, why maybe do we not see it as frequently or why maybe we don't, do we not hear it as much? What would you guys say to that? I mean, I, I would start with, I think I honestly think that some of it is just as sim- simple as there's just not, we, we don't have access to everyone who's experiencing mm-hmm. really incredible things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you, you guys shared the king and country story. Or for yeah. king and country, mm-hmm. right? Like that. Well, if they don't become huge, no one hears God's mm-hmm. provision. Yeah. It doesn't mean that God didn't provide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so mm-hmm. I think there's just the reality of a lack of communication um, of us not. I think that's some of it. And then just like a lack of realization. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. we point things to our signs and wonder. That, I think we experience things that are signs and wonders that we don't really think are signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. How many times do you have a coincidence in a day? Yeah. You know, not, yeah. not every coincidence yeah. is God, but. I wouldn't be quick to write off every coincidence that's not God. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, Agreed. I want to mm-hmm. filter that through the gap, and I want to give God glory if he's going to show right. up in those moments. That's good. What's another one, maybe? Yeah. There's the reality that as a Western culture, there's a bit of selfishness that we carry and a mm-hmm. desire for control. Um, and so um, we desire to be in control of situations, and so we don't always leave ourselves open for God to move in that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not always the case, but, and that can be kind of a generalization, yeah. um, just about our culture and how we function mm-hmm. as people that, um, we don't have quite as blind or childlike of, of, of a faith as mm-hmm. maybe a different culture might. Yeah. And I think one of the things too, is like, I just add here on the end is that like, there's a lack of desire even mm-hmm. that some people, when you're listening to this, you didn't even know the miraculous was possible. And so if you didn't know it was possible, why would you be asking for it? Like, like there's just a lack of, but like, I don't think it's belief. It's just desire. Like people don't necessarily want it. And mm. here's where I push back in Midwestern Christianity is just this idea that God, the eternal, omnipotent, omnipresent, like all-knowing God could fit in our box, our Midwestern box. Like I think mm. we can sometimes struggle to to understand the supernatural side of God and we don't want him to be supernatural. We like comfy, cozy God. We like mm. a God that we can understand completely. And so when miracles happen, it pushes us to a place that has to recognize the supernatural, not just a logical God. It pushes us to a, a place that probably gets a lot of people uncomfortable when mm. we see stuff happen that we can't really understand. Yeah. And so maybe we don't want it because it makes us uncomfortable and it pushes mm-hmm. us to the fringe. What were you going to say? You're going to add something? I feel like we should talk about what we talked about pre. Okay, go I ahead. Think, I, think, I, don't, I, I just think you need to explain it because is your thought. We talked about this as the idea, but why is it so different? And, and one of the reasons potentially is the idea that 
when they saw Jesus and are with Jesus, what mm-hmm. is that creating them that we'd miss out on? Yeah. I think just to enter into a little bit of the conversation. Yeah, I, th- I think it's good. So like when we were looking at the early church and we didn't talk about it now, but we talked about it a little before is what Ben talked, chat, chat and said about. But like when we see the early church and we see the the apostles and the disciples and the people who, who saw so f- frequently Jesus do these miracles, m- more than likely it built a faith in them that they had seen it done. They saw Jesus. They walked with Jesus. Like he did these miracles in front of their eyes. They knew it was possible for the dead to come back to life. They knew it was possible for the paralyzed to walk. They knew it was possible for the, the leper to be cleaned. And so when they are walking in the, the the book of Acts or throughout the rest of the epistles and you see these miracles keep coming about, like they had this faith where they'd seen it before and they, they did it out of that faith. Where today, maybe you live in a context where you haven't seen a miracle yet. Mm. You know, where you don't know that the paralyzed can walk, where you don't know that the sick can be healed. And so if you don't, you've never seen it, if you've never prayed for it, if you're not in a culture that expects that, like it's going to be harder to, to to muster up faith, to create a faith, to have a faith that prays along. It's not possible. Like don't hear that. If yeah. you were in a place where you've never seen it, like yep. God, you could be the first. You yep. could see it if you will bring your, your little ounce of faith to God's goodness and his grace, but it might be harder. That's good. Is that mm-hmm. good? Perfect. Sweet. Yeah. Love it. Lastly, let's let's chat about. Well, I guess not lastly, but we're we're coming to the end. <laughs> let's chat application. Where would we tell people to to go after listening to this podcast? What would we tell them to do? I mean, I would actually even start with, yeah, look to Jesus and scriptures for your primary revelation of God. Yeah, but what does it look like even in the midst of that? As you, what does it look like for you to continue to try to desire that connection with God that Jesus had with the Father? Yeah, the connection good. with the Father, mm-hmm. like that, like. If, if, if we really believe we can know the will of God, which I think in aspects we can, mm-hmm. um, I think it starts with what is my connection with God? So what am I pursuing? What is my relationship with God the Father, God the Son, through the Holy Spirit really look like? Yeah. And so like start there. So like, uh, yeah, what are you spending time like That's desiring good. his will, praying for, like even just that, I think we don't know his will. Something. Could we just go pray for it? Mm-hmm. Like I think we, we, and when we pray for it, I think we pray for an expectation of what I want to hear. Yeah. Not necessarily, or of what I want to hear answered, mm-hmm. not of even like the day-to-day little things. So like I'd start there, like starting with Jesus, understanding he's your revelation of who God is, looking at scriptures and just like ask for what his will is. That's good. Like what is your connection with him? Mm-hmm. Like? Yeah, that's good. Jana, what would you say? Um, <laughs> Maybe to pray for the miraculous. I think that would be okay. a really good application. I got lost somewhere. Wait, wait, wait. That's <laughs> okay. That's okay. <laughs> pray for the miraculous. Like if you have sick people in your life, Ask God to heal them miraculously. For sure. And if he doesn't, still give him glory. Yep. Like like Ben always says, I love that quote where, it's a quote, I'll quote you, but it's like, (laughs) Jesus doesn't always heal until the resurrection. His desire is always that we would be healed. That's good. We just don't know the timeline. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Every Christian will be healed. Yes. Every Christian Christian will be healed. And that's so beautiful. But like, maybe God wants to do it now. And he wants to yes. do it through your faith and your prayer to, to glorify himself. So like pray for that. Like if you have someone in your life who struggles with addiction and like you want them to have the testimony that Jane has talked about where like we've seen someone go from mm-hmm. cold turkey, from they were addicted, they were stuck, they were broken, they were they were and now they have freedom. Mm-hmm. Like they are now found in Christ and they can live in his his just like freedom. And so pray for those things. Look to to do those things. Yeah. So then like a last uh thing is to don't discredit what a miracle miracle can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've talked about sometimes those can be grand um, healing from a disease, from addiction or something, but they could also be the small everyday aspects of life um, that you're alive and you're functioning, that you're breathing. Um, and so 
recognize those in your life, begin to address them, um, and to, I mean, open your eyes to see the miracles that God is already doing. Yeah, that's good. If you know Jesus, you've experienced a miracle by the grace of God. That's the best yeah. miracle you can have. Yeah, seriously. Like yep. every single time someone comes to know Jesus, like that is a miracle. And the miracle when we started this podcast that we would say, what's the one thing? Like that's the miracle we want. We want every single person, their eyes to be open, their heart to know that Jesus is Lord and he has come to, mm-hmm. to save them. To end, this is kind of where we want to put it off. Put up, end at? I don't even know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that miracles aren't always the be all end all that we hope they are. Yeah. I have seen friends, I've seen people from Oasis really struggle, really want to see a miracle mm-hmm. to help them to have faith or to help them to build their faith. But I point people back to the Exodus example where it's like the people of the Israelites in Egypt saw the 10 plagues. The Nile river was turned to blood. Like frogs covered the ground. Like the, the first size army get smothered. Yes. Like mm-hmm. the 10 plagues were so visible that they knew the Lord was active. They saw the red sea split that God led them through the desert by the day, by a pillar of cloud, by the night, by a pillar of fire. This sat in front of them. They saw it with their eyes. Manna from heaven was on the ground every single morning when they complained and they wanted meat. He gave them quail. Water came from the rock. Mount Sinai in the tabernacle experiences happened before their eyes. Moses's face glowed from his encounter with God. This is entered the promised land, which was a promise mm -hmm. that God provided. This is what they saw. (laughs) And yet time and time and time again, they turned away from God. Like, so when I see people pray for those, I'm excited. I want God to respond to those prayers, but I also recognize that's not the be all end all that God Mm -hmm. has asked us to relate to him. Like Ephesians 2, 8 says, for it is by grace, you have been saved through faith. Mm -hmm. And this is not from yourself. It's a gift from God. We can add in Hebrews 11, one there, that faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Like faith has this aspect of believing, even if we won't see it. It is this aspect of hoping, even though we don't know if it'll come true for sure. Like it's just this confidence in who God is and you may never see it, but we pray that you have the faith by grace to walk with Jesus and to believe the work of the cross and what he's done for you. The greatest miracle of all time, Mm -hmm. resurrection. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks for hanging with us. We hope that you see a miracle uh, this week. We hope that you pray for miracles and that God shows up big in your life. But otherwise, we will catch you later. Peace. Bye.